0: Welcome to Agents of Nothing, an episode by episode recap and analysis from the perspectives of a veteran and a new recruit. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Good morning, Agents of Nothing, and welcome to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah. And I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be talking about season two, episode 22, SOS part two. Yeah. So, Mariah, how was your week? It was good. It was good. I've been getting out of the house a lot more, but I'm also still making time to edit and work on the podcast. So, I'm proud of myself for that. Nice clap. Yay.
1: (laughs) That work life balance.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Caroline?
1: Well, um I kind of fucked up my knee a couple of days ago uh leaving work. Aww. I I fell down a r- concrete ramp. Um gee. It's starting to scab up now so it's doing better, but it sucked <laughs> for most Damn. of this week. Um But yeah, I've gotten Scanning real good at your wound knee care. as
0: an adult is so much worse than as a Yes. Is. What the fuck <laughs> I haven't I
1: haven't done that in so long and it I literally could not walk. <laughs> but I remember Ouch. just like as a kid just like going to school and I was like, "Oh, look at my knee and it was fine."
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Damn. RIP.
1: Yeah, my knee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> All right, you want to get started? Yeah. Okay, so this episode was written by the showrunners Jed Whedon and Marissa Tancheroen, and directed by Billy Gearhart. Alright. Oh, For part two, artist Joshua Budick brought together all of the main players of the season, divided into Colson and his team, and those who served as antagonists to them throughout the season, though not necessarily villains. With Sky and some Terrigen crystals in the middle, pointing to Sky's confused allegiances and the importance of the crystals in the finale.
1: Cool. I'm looking at it now. It's very beautiful. I love this.
0: Yeah. It's nice. really good. And the visual effects for this episode were completed days before the airing of the episodes, while more traditional practical effects were used where possible. Oh my
1: god! The turnaround on this is... We've talked about it so many times now, but it's ridiculous. It's insane. (sighs) It's insanity. Those poor editors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, so... Do we meet anyone in this episode?
1: No. Imagine if they just like threw someone in in the finale. The second half of the finale. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're like you'll 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 find out more about this guy in season 3. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hope you remember him in 3 months, you know. Anyway, um yeah. so let's get started. Um so Colson adds a goddamn automatic battering ram to the back of the car that's holding Cal to the wall, and he's finally able to get through to Cal about Jai Ying being the monster, after all.
0: So, Cal says something like, I'm gonna snap your neck like celery, and I was like, well, that's a new one.
1: <laughs> it makes sense, I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that's a satisfying snap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't do it to Coulson, but...
0: Yeah. (laughs) That was, that was my impression of snapping a celery.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So at one point, Cal is pinned to the wall by Coulson with an SUV and then Cal gets mad and rips the hood off the vehicle and throws it away. And after that, Cal is seen pounding on something out of frame. It should just be the engine. Since the hood has been thrown away, but the sound is as if he's pounding on the hood.
1: I noticed that, and I was like, what Me is too. that?
0: <laughs> what is he pounding on? <laughs> what is he hitting?
1: I was, like, I don't know enough about cars to, like, know what it was, but I was like, is it the, you know, there's, like, the oil thing, and then there's, like, the, the washer fluid tank or something? I don't know. Maybe it's one yeah. of those. <laughs> the battery?
0: <laughs> he's pounding on the battery. <laughs>
1: That was pretty funny, though. That was a good goof.
0: <laughs> yes, good goof. I That has my seal of approval for goofs. <laughs> as far as goofs go. A good
1: goof. Good goof. Good, goof. Um, good grief. <laughs> so, uh, Cal starts to open up about how Ying has changed over the years. She used to be a kind, empathetic person who would mourn the life of every person who sacrificed themselves so that she could heal. But after Whitehall, Cal put her back together piece by piece, and he only killed the people in their village in order to help Ying heal, but she never stopped asking. Um, He says that she no longer cared about any human life, so he changed himself just to be even partially worthy in her eyes. Um and he says that he only ever wanted to keep his promise to her to protect their daughter. Coulson asks if that included protecting her from Jaying herself, because there's no way that Sky would willingly fight with Jai Ying now. Coulson says that Sky is the closest thing to family that he has too, so he'll do whatever it takes to save her. And Cal finally pushes the car off of him and asks Coulson to let him help. Very I loved this. Yes, very threateningly, but I loved it. <laughs> I, as an opening scene, I loved that so much. I feel like it explained everything, and it was so sweet. I loved it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was really good.
1: So Mac finds Sky locked in a cell on the ship and breaks her out. He blames her for the attack first, but only a little. <laughs>
0: Another one of Mac's nicknames for people, which I love, Tremors.
1: That one was cute. That was cute. Um, he says that he heard Sky has a history of hacking into S.H.I.E.L.D. and he needs her skills to do it again. Lincoln rushes to warn Ying that some kind of hardwired beacon was sent out to Coulson, telling him that the Inhumans are on the ship and they can't stop it without the proper code. Jai asks Weaver and the other guy, am I supposed to know his name? Because I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't either.
1: Okay. Uh, so I just referred to him as that other guy throughout his <laughs> scenes. <laughs> um, so Jai asks them if they have the code, not to stop it, but to expand it to every part of Shield's entire operation. She says that she wants them to know what Inhumans are capable of, so they will finally leave them alone. And I'm starting to think that that's not really the goal. (laughs) (laughs) Weaver and Other Guy refuse, so Ying sends Other Guy into another room and has everyone watch while she throws a crystal in and closes the door. Lincoln is starting to see just how unhinged Ying really is. Sky and Mac also watched this over the laptop that she hacked in with and agreed to make it to the other side of the ship and expand the beacon themselves. Simmons is checking out Cal's changes and says that his physical changes have improved. Cal says, careful, I'm a married man. (laughs) 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 Then Cal apologizes for the damage that he caused uh, in the lab and Coulson says, don't worry, we have a tab running... (laughs) I love that they're all just, like, flirting with him now.
0: <laughs> you gotta. He's a very charming man. <laughs>
1: he is. I love that mother and father, uh, Jed and Marissa, they're, they just always add in the perfect amount of humor.
0: <laughs> they do. They are our mom and dad. Mom and dad.
1: Um... <laughs> Fitz notices the distress beacon has expanded, so they can only assume that Jiang Ying has taken over the whole ship. In the time that Cal was distracting them, they try to get May and Hunter on the line, but that whole team is still dark. Speaking of, the most random part of this whole finale: <laughs> Ward and Carol watch from a screen as Hunter, May, and Co. infiltrate their dingy little torture chamber.
0: So this is the same set as the one that Ward went undercover in I Spy.
1: Oh, okay, remember okay. That?
0: Yeah. We'd got an email about that. Yeah. I meant to look back and see who sent that, but if that was you I think was it I remember. Lucas. I think it was.
1: Lucas. You did it.
0: <laughs> Shouts out.
1: <laughs> Good memory.
0: <laughs> I remembered.
1: Um, so Kara is worried that May being there will ruin their plan, but Ward says, I'll take care of May. I owe her that. Why do they keep throwing their, like, month of hooking up in my face? Don't they know that I hated it? (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do that?
0: (laughs) Stop reminding us.
1: Um, Morse hears Hunter calling out for her and desperately tries to move so that she gets shot instead of him. Ward starts taking out the extraneous shield agents, and Kara pretends to be May so that she can go do the same thing. May finds Kara and tricks her into a trap. Very easily, I might add. (laughs) Yeah. Hunter finally reaches Morse's room, and she manages to lean over far enough to take the bullet herself. God, that... mm, That sucked. That's it. Ward finds May and shoots her multiple times in the stomach, only to realize it was Kara in the nano mask. Oh my god! <laughs> that I'm. R.I.P. That's the best. That's the best outcome to this stupid storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel I know I'm supposed to be like sad and scared because of Bobby and like this is a sad ending to Ward and Kara's relationship, but. Him shooting his own evil girlfriend is so funny.
0: <laughs> yep, they've got no one but themselves to blame.
1: It's amazing. But, I mean,
0: Ward will blame someone else. Yeah, inevitably.
1: Yeah, I literally texted Mariah about it after, like, a couple several days after I watched it, because I was still at the end. I was fuming, and we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon explains to Lincoln that the liquid rock thing is lethal to inhumans, and that's why they should have control over it. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Yes. I
0: guess.
1: Lincoln is still shocked by Jaing murdering that shield agent, and Gordon says that was necessary. Was it though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Debatable. Gordon reminds him that Jia Ying went to great lengths to save Lincoln before he was chosen, and that she always does what is necessary to save their people. That's not true, because she would not have saved Lincoln after he got taken if it weren't for uh, for Sky. Actually, Jia Ying didn't yeah. do that at all.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So she will not do what is necessary to save their people. Gordon also says that Shield turned Jia Ying's own daughter against her. <laughs> What? (laughs) No. (laughs) She did that. (laughs) That's not even, like, misinterpretation. That's just, like, flat-out wrong. (laughs) Gordon also reminds Lincoln that with how lethal Sky is, things could definitely get worse. Literally, only if you keep being assholes.
0: Yeah, if this were the if this were a Reddit thread on Am I the Asshole, you would be the asshole.
1: You would be the asshole.
0: <laughs> am I the asshole for starting a war with SHIELD? <laughs> and making them look like they started it? TLDR, my daughter's surrogate family. <laughs>
1: So Sky and Mac are making their way across the ship and discussing how Sky's mom just killed so many, so many people without a second thought. And Mac says, "I thought my mom was bad when she started watching Fox News. <laughs> I can't believe they were allowed to say that. <laughs> that was so funny.
0: It was. It um, really was relatable.
1: <laughs> for real,
0: <laughs> we are from the south.
1: <laughs> we get it." We understand (laughs) I I feel you Mac I get you (laughs) We don't always see eye to eye But on this one I get you Um, Mac says he understands That Skye had a choice Between two opposing sides That both meant something to her And that she made the best decision she could With the information she had at the time Fucking thank you
0: (laughs) Mac's redemption arc Here we go
1: He's allowed to have one,
0: <laughs> <Yep>. honestly.
1: <laughs> because he he did the same thing. He's learning from his own mistakes, and he's not judging people for doing the same thing that he did. Yep. Um, so then they split up so Sky can work on hacking her way into the mainframe or whatever, and then Matt can work on a backup plan. Fitz tells Coulson that he did something that means Gordon will only be able to teleport within one specific location just in time for the shield backup to head over to the ship and also just in time for May Hunter and Morris to arrive back at the base and Simmons gets her into emergency surgery
0: near the end of the episode when the team brings in Bobby who's been shot May gives Bobby's vitals to Simmons Ming-Na Wen played a doctor Jing Mai Chen on ER in 1994
1: oh Oh, nice little callback That's cute
0: Yeah I thought it was really like interesting and cool That like May kind of acted as like um, An EMT Yeah kinda like these are her vitals Like this is You know Her whatever I, yeah, don't, know, like, I don't know doctor-y things, caught but up. She was just like calling it out Yeah That was cool May is a woman of many talents.
1: <laughs> yes, she fucking is. <laughs> um so Sky finally makes it to the control room or whatever and Lincoln catches her. He shocks her once and then Sky tries to explain that Jiyang is the one who started this whole war, not Shield. Lincoln is starting to come around and tells her where the crystals are. But just then, Matt comes and knocks Lincoln out. <laughs> he hands Sky the saw that he got uh, so that she can just cut through the control panel while he goes to get the crystals and sky reminds him that he cannot let the crystals break. Oh, he's going to break them. But I <laughs> her being like, "I was getting through to him." <laughs> was so funny.
0: He's in a I'm in a crack skull's ask questions later kind of mood.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought that I wrote that down, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> it was funny though. It was. Um <clears throat> So then, (laughs) oh my god, when Hunter grabs Morse's hand with his fucking fingerless gloves, all I could think about was the part in the second Harry Potter movie when Lockhart um, removes Harry's arm bones and his fucking hand is just, like, dangling with his little fingerless glove. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can think about. I was like, this is such a, like, emotionally moving moment. And I just am like, your hand is just (laughs) flopping. So May calls Andrew and doesn't admit to being scared. She says that she left a lot unsaid before. And he just tells her to do good and get home safe. And that was also a very cute scene. I feel like, was that like a goodbye to Andrew? Like, are we not going to see him again? Because it felt like a send-off. I can't tell you that. It felt like a send-off moment. I am might be wrong on that, but it was cute. It was sweet. Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> Fitz is gearing up to help Colson when Simmons comes in and says, We never talked about what happened at the bottom of the ocean. Now? <laughs> She wants to talk about it now? <laughs> no! <laughs> is this what they're gonna do? They're gonna have tension through the whole season and then give us little nuggets in the last
0: episode? This is bullshit! I mean, basically, yeah. It's no. so hard to be a Fitzsimmons shipper. <laughs> I hate it!
1: Ugh. Fitz has the same reaction, basically. <laughs> Um, so Simmons says that they can talk about it when he gets back, and he says there's nothing to talk about, and she says maybe there is. Girl, you couldn't have said this yesterday. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> of course, then Coulson interrupts, and Fitz has to Fitz has to go help stop a fucking war. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now you see why I'm so attached to this, this stupid fucking couple. Because yes! I was like, I I was in the trenches with them. <laughs> oh my god! Fighting the good Fitzsimmons fight.
1: <laughs> well, you know clearly, the writers they knew what they had, and so they were going to milk it for all it was worth, yeah. and I. I understand that, and I hate it.
0: <laughs> it's the ultimate will-they-won't-they. They. I I would say it's even more will-they-won't-they they iconic than Ross and Rachel.
1: Oh, absolutely. At least these people are, like, kind to each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so on the Quinjet, May is nervous about, bringing, about them bringing Cal, since he's kind of a loose cannon. And Coulson says... Worst comes to worst, and we let the cannon loose. I like that. (laughs) Fitz notices a pattern of interference that he's getting from the SOS signal, and they realize that it's Sky telling them that it's a trap. Coulson orders all the other units to fall back, but their jet keeps going alone. Jiaying watches as all but one shield jet falls back and sends someone to check Sky's cell. Because she's not stupid. Like, she's dumb, but she's not stupid. You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) She tells Gordon that they have no more reason to wait and to go ahead and break the crystals and release the mist in order to either turn or kill the rest of the prisoners. Coulson's jet lands on the boat, and they receive another coded message from Skye warning them about the uh, modified-slash-lethal crystals in the HVAC room. Cal says, this is a family matter, so they can go after the crystals, but leave his wife to him. He should not have done that. He's not great at talking to her. No. (laughs) No. Gordon finds Mac in the HVAC room with the crystals. Mac says, you must be Gordon. And Gordon's like, yeah, who are you? And Mac goes, I'm the guy who kills Gordon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good line. It's very good.
1: It's so... Like, all of these lines are so, like, silly. <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's so unserious, and I love it so much. <laughs> so Sky finds Ying as she's about to take another box of crystals. Sky says that Ying will kill anyone in her way, and Ying says, only if they're in my way. And then she, like, skedaddles with... Uh, or while the duplicating woman breaks into four to take on sky again i had no idea what to call her sky just kept calling her the redhead and i didn't even notice that she had red hair honestly
0: (laughs) that's the one um that we were talking about her name's alicia
1: alicia yes okay
0: although she doesn't get a name yet i don't think
1: she's the redhead (laughs) i i don't even i don't i think i called her like the duplicating yeah, I don't know.
0: Duplicating lady.
1: Anyway, how flattering that uh, she f- needs four sets of hands to feel like she can take on Sky. Good for Sky. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Gordon and Mac's fight commences, and Gordon can sense that Mac has experienced something creepy. They flirt a little, the usual, you know.
0: Everyone on this show is so flirty.
1: They really are. I feel like.
0: such a horny show.
1: For real. Honestly, I feel like when mother and father write an episode, they just are so horny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god.
1: (laughs) And I will only take that back if they come on the pod.
0: (laughs) Imagine we get them.
1: Imagine. Um... So, Cal stops Ying in the hallway and tries to get through to her by bringing up that they were supposed to keep Daisy safe. Ying has Gordon teleport Cal behind a locked door. And, okay, so he was fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, he is not good at talking to her.
0: <laughs> I think it's just because Ying doesn't give a shit what, what Cal has to say anymore.
1: Yeah. Did she ever?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Seems like a pretty toxic relationship.
1: It it really does. (laughs) So, Coulson and Fitz find Mac, and Fitz starts setting up his little Gordon trap. And Mac says, of course, quantum field disruptors. Why didn't I think of that? And Fitz is like, it's okay. You've been busy. Plus, you're not a quantum physicist. It's completely understandable. (laughs) The way that he was like, it's okay. You've been busy. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with him.
0: Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> now you see. Now you see why this show has me so hooked.
1: I do. I see it.
0: <laughs> I'm in
1: it. Um. So Sky is holding her own against the quadruple girl. And... Oh my god! The zooms on this fight made it so, so unserious. I, <laughs> like, it's like a slow zoom into Sky's face, and then they zoomed out, and it was like, it's so funny, so <laughs> funny.
0: <laughs> I didn't notice
1: that. It was amazing. I feel like it. It made it feel like a comic book kind of thing, but it was, it was so funny. So. May finds Lincoln in the hallway, and as, as Sky is starting to lose her fight, May and Lincoln find her and step in. Sky apologizes about their fight, and May knows that she didn't know what was happening. May offers to take on Jai Ying, but Sky says that she can do it and she won't hesitate. I won't hesitate, bitch. You remember that?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> So then May and Lincoln stay back to take on the rest of the duplicator lady. Um, <laughs> Gordon finally gets caught in Fitz's trap and says, this is impossible. And Fitz says, science, beat <laughs> Finally, they almost swear. <laughs> I didn't have to add the bitch this time.
0: <laughs> oh, that's oh one of my favorite God. lines to this day.
1: Science, Biatch. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Um, so, Sky catches up to Jiang on the deck and they square up. That was the widest way I could have said that. I'm really sorry, but I'm not <laughs> okay. going to change it. <laughs> Sky tries to get through to her. What happened to not hesitating? <laughs> um, and obviously, Jiang does not care about what Sky thinks anymore.
0: No. So the aircraft carrier in this episode is marked CVN 74, which is the USS John C. Stennis. The Stennis is the seventh Nimitz class nuclear powered supercarrier in the United States Navy, named for Senator John C. Stennis of Mississippi.
1: Cool. I don't know what most of that meant.
0: <laughs> Me neither. It's just what I found. <laughs>
1: Um, cool. I guess. Nuclear-powered. Oh, so it's not, um... So it's not oil. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Wow. Look at the Navy.
1: Look at them go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then Jiaying grabs Sky's face to, like, take her soul or life force or whatever the fuck Sanderson sister bullshit that she does. Um... (laughs) But before she can take everything, Sky starts to use her powers and throws the Quinjet off the deck of the ship, which I, I think it had the crystals in it. Yes, it did. Um,
0: Woo-hoo! Go, Sky! Good for her! <laughs> Great
1: job! <laughs> so Lincoln and May are still fighting redheads, and Lincoln says that they need to take out the source. So then May just, like, pulls out her gun and... Uh, or, well... First of all, the fact that he was like, we need to take out the source. And then she just, like, casually turned around and looked straight at <laughs> the woman on the balcony. Um, that was pretty funny. Um, so May pulls out her gun, but Lincoln says, we're not bad. We're just misled. And then just, like, so- shocks the pole that the woman was holding, zapping her unconscious until all of her duplicates fall too. Why didn't he do that I- in the first place? <laughs> yeah. She's been standing there the whole time. <laughs> um. So, Coulson, Mac, and Fitz are still fighting Gordon, and finally, Gordon stabs himself on Fitz's, like, sawed-off pole, and then he drops the crystal he was holding, and I screamed! But then Coulson caught it, but then his arm starts turning black, and I screamed! And then <laughs> Mac chops off Coulson's arm, and then Coulson screams! <laughs>
0: To film the scene near the end of the episode, where Mac cuts off Coulson's arm, Clark Gregg had to physically dive to show him catching a Terrigen crystal on camera, while a mechanical axe was used to cut through a faux arm made up of tripe wrapped around a chicken thigh to give the effect uh, of the arm being cut off. For subsequent scenes, Gregg's wardrobe was altered to give the appearance of the missing (laughs) leg.
1: Gross! (laughs) Wrapped around a chicken thigh—that's disgusting.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, great job. It looked—I <laughs> didn't look <laughs> when he chopped it off, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> um, so Jiang grabs Sky again and starts sucking her life force or whatever. So then Sky grabs Jaiyang to fucking like tremble her to pieces or whatever. Oh
0: God. <laughs> This her scars bleeding. Was yeah. So Ugh. Ugh.
1: I I didn't even piece together that it was one of her scars. I just thought that, you know, we just made a new one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, like all of her scars on her face started bleeding. It was like
1: Ugh. Ah <laughs> gross. I feel like I've had dreams about that. <laughs> um so then Cal appears and says, "You shouldn't have to live with this pain. I will." And then he snaps Jia Ying's neck with only his like he only was using his fingers. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, Wild. And then Cal tells Jia Ying that he's keeping his promise, and then he fucking crushes the rest of her bones. Holy shit!
0: <laughs> what a fucked up family. Poor Sky. <laughs>
1: For real, I am so glad that like. She's got, she's got her surrogate dad in Colsa now because God knows she needs someone.
0: Yeah. Like, she finally met her dad and her dad was a monster. And then she met her mom and her mom seemed cool, but then her mom turned out to be even worse than her dad. And then her right. dad killed her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. After her mom tried to kill her.
1: Right. Right. And she's watching it the whole time. <laughs>
0: Fuck. Jeez.
1: Oh, my God. Jeez, Louise. Um, Later, Andrew asks Coulson if they can talk about his arm yet. What is there to talk about, honestly? (laughs) It got cut off, and he seems fine. I feel like that's not the most traumatic thing that has happened. Yeah. Coulson changes the subject and asks about Andrew's evaluation of the rest of the team. Morse tells Hunter that once she's healed, she quote, can't do this anymore. Whatever this is.
0: (laughs) Very ambiguous. Does she mean the relationship? Being a spy? Guess we'll find out in season three.
1: Honestly, both of those things would be reasonable. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: I would get it.
0: (laughs) I vote both. I vote both.
1: Just so we can be done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love Bobby, but I vote both.
1: She deserves to rest, honestly. <laughs> she's been she's been really carrying quite a lot of uh, this team's weight on her own shoulders, and it's... she deserves some time off. Yeah. Andrew says that Mac was convinced to stay on with S.H.I.E.L.D., and he finally re- respects Coulson. Of course, it took all of this to respect Coulson, but whatever. Um... <laughs> He just doesn't respect the alien Artifacts that Coulson has encountered So Coulson says that He put Mac in charge of said alien Artifacts, since he's the only one with A healthy enough fear Of those alien artifacts (laughs) Um, And then we see We see him doing that And Simmons is asking Mac how They can investigate the liquid rock Thing, and Mac says, we are not Opening that box for about a thousand years (laughs) True. Good job. Fair. That's a good choice. <laughs> May has decided to take some time off for the first time in the history of ever. And it sounds like she and Andrew are back together a little bit. Maybe. Possibly. Hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> um, Andrew says it's time for Melinda to rediscover the world outside of S.H.I.E.L.D. Don't you think? And like, yes. But then that makes me sad for the next season because they can't they can't have shield without may um and so that means that she's gonna get sucked back in in the next season because obviously she has to be here but then that she's not gonna have her peaceful life discovering the world outside of shield and that makes me sad for her yeah andrew also says that at this point sky is ready for anything yes she is yes she is she fucking better be honestly after everything she's been through So Cal and Skye say goodbye as he is escorted from the base. He tells her that he always imagined her to be perfect, but she is way better and more interesting than that. That was so cute. (laughs) What a nice thing to say. It is. Skye promises to visit him once in a while. This whole goodbye was so sweet. I loved it so much.
0: It really was.
1: Ward is drinking his sorrows away at a bar, staring at a picture of Kara. Kara. Fucking pathetic. <laughs> um, I love that he, like, printed out a picture of her. <laughs> and it's not, like, it's not, like, something, it's not, like, wallet size or anything. It's, like, a fucking, like, three by four picture of her that he's just carrying around. It's not in a frame or anything. I, he that's so funny. It around in his
0: pocket. <laughs> in his back pocket. Just he can't. sticks
1: it in there. Well, I guess men's pockets are bigger than ours so maybe it could fit but I was just like it's not even like folded up it's just like perfect this perfect picture that he just I I picture him just literally just like carrying around like holding it by the edge like a fucking <laughs> polaroid like yes <laughs>
0: um
1: anyway so <laughs> the bartender says what happened she leave you and Ward says her lungs filled up with blood <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> That's not how you answer people. <laughs> God, he's such a creep. Um, so then some guys come in and bring him a piece of paper. And Ward is pissed off that there aren't more names listed on this piece of paper. Um, and the guy says that Hydra has no leadership anymore. So I guess Ward is the new Hydra leader, so he slams the first guy's head on the bar and says, I'm lonely. Will y'all be my friends? Basically. I'm paraphrasing, but... Um, <laughs> and the other guys are like, yes, sir, whatever you want, sir. Sorry, sir. We'll get you more names, sir. And, like, he... I feel like that's not... He was not intimidating enough for what we know of Hydra. He just, like, slammed a head on the table, like...
0: To be May fair, it was also that? on broken glass... So
1: Was it? I didn't yeah, even Yeah, because he,
0: like, broke the glass on the counter, and then he, like, took the guy's head and slammed it onto the broken glass. Oh,
1: okay, 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 okay. Uh, that makes more sense now. I was just like, everybody has done that part. I, everybody in the show has slammed somebody's head onto a table, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah. I liked when, uh, when one of the goons was like, hail Hydra to that, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay i didn't write this down this is where i wanted to talk about it but because then they're like they're like what are you what are you looking for or whatever and he was like closure closure from what (laughs) you killed your own girlfriend you are the closure (laughs) it was your plan that put her in that situation and then you killed her (laughs) what are you getting closure from (laughs)
0: There's always somebody else to blame. With Ward, nothing is ever his fault. Of
1: course not. I just, I can't even imagine who, what he would, how he would rationalize that somebody else did this. Like, it's somebody, whose fault would it be?
0: (laughs) Shields, I guess. I don't know. Somehow.
1: Somehow. (laughs) But, like, they called Shield to them. They did that. Yeah. Anyway,
0: I Whatever.
1: I I was so pissed off for days, <laughs> <laughs> just at the fact that he said the word closure. And I know that the that's like what he and Kara were after this whole season. So like that's their that's their thing right now. But it just I was so mad. <laughs> Whatever, man. Anyway, um, so Cal is setting up shop at his new job as a veterinarian. Sky arrives and Cal asks who she is. Cal says, This will be a magical place once they get all moved in. Shield bought this man an entire veterinary practice. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> can they wipe my memories and get me a good job like that? <laughs> Honestly, no, for real. what the hell? <laughs> oh. So, uh, Sky introduces herself as Daisy and he heads back inside telling her, That a house is not a home without a pet. (laughs) Which was so cute, and I couldn't agree more.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: I'm glad that he's happy. I know, I mean, obviously they had to wipe his memory, but good for him.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So then she walks back over to Coulson and Lola and thanks Coulson for okaying this, even though she knows that Coulson's not totally cool with the Tahiti project. She says Cal has a lot to give, and now a way to give it. Coulson has Skye in charge of putting together a new team of powered people. They both agree that they need to be kept anonymous, though. They aren't the Avengers. Coulson says that his arm is now a permanent reminder that they could never get ahead of the damage the history of S.H.I.E.L.D. has set in motion. It's like a ripple in the water, but it won't fade. It'll grow into a tidal wave. Speaking of, at the bottom of the ocean, a box of crystals has fallen open and begun misting into the sea. So now we have, like, super-powered fish, and then the fish get caught and processed and sold and eaten, all the way down to fucking, like, fish oil supplements. Like, the kind I give my fucking dog! Chip could be powered right now!
0: Is Chip an inhuman? Find (laughs) out in season three! We will find out! (laughs) So the Terrigen Crystals Polluting the Water is mentioned in the series Inhumans, as the inhuman population on the moon have been monitoring the growing number of their kind on Earth. I have never watched Inhumans. Maybe I should. Someone tell me if I should.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that there was a... Have we mentioned that
0: show before? Um, I think we have in our interview with Tina.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: But yeah, it has basically nothing to do with this okay with the cool. show
1: except for that particular part
0: yeah <laughs> okay it's just this slight mention
1: <laughs> got it got it um so now it's time for the post content content <laughs> um fits extremely awkwardly asks simmons on a date <laughs> And Simmons slowly realizes that that's what he's asking. Uh, dinner. Yes, I'm sure we'll eat it soon. <laughs> oh.
0: It's so hard to be a Fitzsimmons shipper. I
1: love it. So I No, it's not. It's easy. They're so fucking cute. That was so funny.
0: <laughs>
1: oh. Um... <clears throat> So in his awkwardness, Fitz accidentally opens and closes the box to the rock thing
0: and then leaves. So the monolith, which that's, that's what, what the called. word I was thinking of was, okay. the monolith is considered very dangerous and it said the box containing it should never be opened, yet it is surprisingly easy to open. It just takes Literally. Fitz to bump up against something to accidentally open it.
1: <laughs> Literally. What the hell? <laughs> that's not his fault. <laughs> nope. Um, So then Simmons is, like, packing up her stuff when the door opens again and the rock turns to liquid and then sucks her in. What the fuck? (laughs) What a cliffhanger.
0: I, listen, I don't want to hear it from you. I don't want to hear it because I had to wait months to find out what happened. And you'll have to wait just a few episodes. Like, honestly, fuck you.
1: (laughs) I did. I said in my my overall thoughts that I wrote down. I did say I'm so glad that I don't have to wait half a year for the next <laughs> season. So I am acknowledging my privilege here.
0: <laughs> yes, there were so many theories around that time of like what happened to Simmons, like us Ooh. trying to figure out like what what the storyline was going to be. And my yeah. favorite from that time that I found a screenshot of was that on Tumblr, I had reblogged a post theorizing that she was going to become Captain Marvel.
1: Whoa! That would have been cool!
0: It would have. It would have. Oh would've. my
1: god! Were th- were there any other ones that you remember?
0: Not that I remember, no. Um, there were... I know, that, like, there were a few theories that were just, like, she got sucked to, like, a different planet or something, or a different dimension, or... I don't think anyone thought that they were going to kill her off. Like, I don't think that that was ever a theory, like, that she was just dead. Okay. Um, so yeah. Well, that's good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they couldn't, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, Jeffrey Bell discussed the end tag of the episode, where Simmons is consumed by the Cree monolith weapon, saying, When we first started talking about the monolith, we knew that it needed to present a threat and we needed to demonstrate some of that threat and the promise of more story, because this is going to shock you. We want more people to watch next year, because we (laughs) like when people watch our show. (laughs) It's easy to kill a character for shock value or whatever, and we did have a number of deaths this season, but I don't think they were so much for shock value as for hopefully understandable logic of the characters and the stories. We prefer to leave you with something to talk about, to walk away with. This is something that we came up with in the room, and we talked about what it meant. The idea of getting Fitz and Simmons, who have been one person, to become two whole people, come back together, and agree to go on a date, and then have this happen, felt beautifully poetic and promises some really intriguing stories next season, which is really what it's all about. Definitely.
1: I... What um, he said about they were two... They were one person, and then had to become two whole individuals, and then come back together. I do... I... I wasn't thinking about that throughout the season, but that is a really wonderful way to put it. Um, for sure. And I, th- I think that that makes a lot of sense in terms of, like, it finally being the right time for them to, like, be together. Um, because they they were so dependent on each other, and now they can be two whole, complete, fulfilled people on their own. And then just, like... Be next to each other is beautiful. I love that.
0: Yeah. And expanding on that last shot with Simmons, visual effects supervisor <clears throat> Mark Kolpak explained that Hinstridge was dragged away from the camera on a small sled <laughs> with Houdini FX used to simulate the liquid weapon around her.
1: <laughs> I'm just picturing her just, like, being <laughs> on the sled.
0: Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was pretty funny
0: (laughs) So overall thoughts What do you have?
1: Um, Well like I said I'm very glad that I don't have to wait very long (laughs) To see what happens Um, Yeah But Yeah I I really liked this This season finale It was good
0: Yeah for sure
1: I think it brought up a lot of A lot of really interesting Uh Possibilities, for moving forward. Um, except yeah. for Ward, just be. Do- I want to <laughs> be done with him so bad.
0: <laughs> what do you think happened to Simmons? What do you What do you think to that story is going to be?
1: Um. I. I don't know. I feel like probably now her memory is going to be shit or something and like they're gonna have to she and Fitz are gonna have to start over again (laughs) honestly I feel like that would be the cruelest thing to do and I feel like that's probably what they would do (laughs)
0: yeah well that concludes our episode on season 2 episode 22 SOS part 2 next week we'll be reading listener emails so email us at agentsofnothingpodcast at gmail.com And stay tuned for that.
1: Okay, bye! Bye, I love
0: you!